how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 379. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Today, we're going to wrap up our division previews. We tried to do it last week, but we should have known better. And uh, so we've got the NFC South to talk about. Are you ready, buddy? No. <laughs> I'm never ready to talk about this division. But, you know, we're going to get through it. I'm never, I, I'm not, in my defense, I don't want to talk about this division even when my team is good. True, true, <laughs> true, very true. I I am going to apologize ahead of time to you. Oh, no. That's, I, oh, I, no. that's just what I'm going to do. I, I just, oh, no. where I'm landing on this division is not where I expected to land on this division. <laughs> I, I, and I, 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 I sadly, sadly agree. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there's the potential here. For um for a, no, a, a, a range of outcomes after no, the not. top spot. <laughs> I no, I think the first two are set. Honestly, maybe. I mean, we're we're, we're gonna get there. I think I we'll I probably there. have them ranked the same way you do, but we'll see. So um, <laughs> so which which team? We always start at the bottom. Um, uh, which team do you want to start with? Now, for the bottom spot, we start with the worst team, right? Who yep. we think is gonna be the worst team? And I had a hard time with this um, because I think that you, I, you, if you wanted to start either place, I think it's fine. But I, mm -hmm. sadly, am, am going to start with the Carolina Panthers. Okay. All right. I was going to go Atlanta, but I kind of think they're a coin flip. Like, I, I, I think it's, I I think it's think a coin flip. <laughs> I think it's a coin I think they're both going to be really bad. Yeah. And I, it, it's kind of a coin flip. And I went Atlanta over Carolina simply because I think, one, there's, there's just going to be more stability from the quarterback position, better quarterback play. Yeah, that, that's a good difference. <laughs> and, uh, and I think Atlanta's defense has the chance to be really bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it could be the worst defense in football. It's it, very It possible. looks like it could be really bad. And I think the Panthers' defense is going to be, at best, fine. I think we'll be fine. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's go. I think it. If everything clicks and just everything hits correctly, it could be a really good defense. But I don't think it will be simply because the offense is. I don't. I just don't think this offense is going to be there. Yeah, I think. I think, and that's why I put Atlanta last. Is I. I think that Atlanta's defense range of outcomes is worst in the league to really bad. Yeah, and I and I think Carolina's range of outcomes defensively is kind of bad to kind of good. So I think that's fair. I I completely agree. Mm -hmm. But do you think that the uh, I I expect more offensive consistency from the, the 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 more offensive consistency that we'll get from the Falcons? I think is going to lead to more opportunities for the defense as opposed to in Carolina. I just think you're going to see a lot of three and outs or maybe a, a drive with like one first down and then a punt. And I think just in the second half, teams are going to pull away. It's yeah, just, I think is that's what, is fair. what I see happening. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Um, Yeah. I think it's fair. Carolina, uh, you know, Carolina, I, I actually really like the coaching staff in Carolina and I really like the um everything around Sam Darnold. <laughs> Yeah, so. I feel like if we if we had got if we had gotten uh, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> yeah, then which, I'd be really was, bullish on the Panthers, <laughs> which was the thing that was gonna happen. Stupid Aaron Rodgers, but <laughs> yeah, I, I I will say I'm, we've been saying this all offseason. I'm gonna say it again. Like Carolina Brass needs to really hope that Justin Fields isn't good. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> they're, I saw the announcement. That that list of teams. <laughs> he's not starting week one. They're gonna start with with. Uh, with uh, uh, Andy Dalton, yep, Dalton. I almost said Darnold. Why not? Yeah. Who cares? Which, which uh, they're going to start I, with? I get both arguments to that. I by get the it. Way. Yeah. I get it. I honestly get it. But yeah. I, I get it if they'd wanted to start with Fields, and I get it if they want to give Fields some time. Like I get that for for the same reason we talked about. Uh, you talked about Lamelo Ball, right? You talked about not putting him in into the fire. Yeah. Like like when you go to Fields, you can't undo that. 
that's the, that's go the thing. That's the thing. Like once you go to him, that was the thing. That, that you're right. That was the whole argument that I had with Ball. Like he looked yep. very raw to start last season, and I'm like, guys, once he starts, he starts. Yep. Like there's you, you, you can't, can't undo it. Yeah. <laughs> You can't go back. So I understand taking your time. Same way with a guy like Fields, which is why I'm glad that, you know, Jacksonville just made the decision to go ahead and go forward with Trevor Lawrence. But I get that same argument. It's like, if you don't think he's quite ready yet, like, I get it. Like, I get why it would be a thought. That being said, there's no reason that Garner makes you should start over Trevor Lawrence. But I get it. Yeah, that's a little different, though, because, like, the Bears, the Bears are ready to compete, right? And so Andy Dalton can come in and be okay and just be a caretaker of this offense and they can win games right whereas fields could come in look really raw and like and look decent but look really raw and lose them games and I think that this gives them an opportunity to have fields kind of be uh continue in a winning environment because he's always been in a winning environment watch a veteran make veteran plays and I I get it again I would understand the alternative argument too I would I would get it it it, it would be fine uh but I I, I think that people really criticizing the move, um, you know, I, 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 I think that we need to remember that there are good reasons to have somebody sit, you know? Yeah. So. I get it. Um, I'm not killing them for it. All that said, uh, Sam Darnold sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Somehow we got on Chicago. My bad. Um, so Sam Darnold, he might be good. I don't know. He certainly hasn't looked good in practice, according to the beat writers. He certainly hasn't looked good in his very, very limited preseason play. He's really hey, Brandon, to stay that one pass he threw was incredible. Hey, yeah, right. How dare you? I, I went one media. for two. I love the media. He went I, one for two for eighteen yards in one drive, and there were articles written. Full articles written about how good he looked in that one pass. Like, what are we doing? I gotta say, the media kills me, man. I I gotta be really careful with Mac Jones because I already like like gear to hate the Patriots, right? And yeah. I watched that first preseason game, which was called by a Patriots crew. Yeah, and Mac Jones came out. They did a running play. He came back to the huddle, went back up to the line, and the announcing team, I kid you not, said. Great job breaking the huddle there by Mac Jones. I <laughs> This isn't Mac Jones's it. fault. I need I, to, I need to not I love it. <laughs> I need to not put that oh. against Mac Jones. <laughs> I've I've out of the I promise you guys we are gonna talk NFC South. I promise. We are. We are but but At I wanna point. say about Mac Jones. I've I don't know why or how this has happened, but I've turned full heel and now I'm pulling for Mac Jones. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's because Cam is annoying me. Yeah, or yeah. or if Cam, it's because Cam, dude, he Cam Cam is gonna lose his job. Cam's gonna lose his job because of this. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah, he's gonna lose his job because of this because he he wasn't good enough to to. For Mac Jones not to take his job, or I'll put it this I'll put it this way: he what he def, Mac Jones definitely wasn't bad enough to not take his job. Yeah, and like Mac, <laughs> he definitely wasn't. Yeah, so I mean, we'll we'll see because there's still a little bit of time before the season starts. But I I mean I I would say the more time before the season starts, the more that hurts Cam. Yeah, <laughs> the more time that he the more time that Mac Jones gets with the ones. And the more time Bill Belichick gets to see him and get comfortable with him, it's bad news for Cam Newton. Yeah, I'm taking Cam Newton <laughs> off my fantasy draft board completely. I know he has rushing upside, that Konami code stuff that, that he can do. But, yeah, no, I ugh, – ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying away from so Cam stupid. Newton in fantasy league. So stupid. So stupid. <laughs> um, so, Panthers. <laughs> yes. Panthers. Back to the Panthers. Uh, here's the – things to like about the Panthers. Um, mm-hmm. Secondary. I love the I love what they're building in the secondary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JC Horn, um, they they bring in the rookie. Um, Dante yeah. Jackson looks like a player. They brought in AJ Bouye, surprise, uh, which is kind of an underrated signing. Um, and then I love obviously Jeremy Chin was a you know candidate for defensive rookie of the year last year. Like just a great player. Yeah, secondary looks great. Uh, linebackers need a lot of work. 
Yeah, you know, they just traded Denzel Perryman and, and to the Raiders, which, uh, you know, I, I get that because I don't think he's like a legit starting middle linebacker, but I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do with the spot. Uh, yeah, the, the linebacker situation is not good. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but that said, I think the, the defense is young, and I think there's still a lot of room to grow. I don't know what it's going to translate to this season. And that's since that's what we are allegedly discussing. But I like I like the I like the traje- trajectory of the defense. I'll put it that way. Yeah, you know, Derek Brown looked real last year. I think he's gonna be good. Yeah. Brian Bur- Brian Burns is really good. Uh Yeter um My was uh, a highly drafted guy. We'll see if he pans out. He he showed flashes last year, but um, you know. Definitely jury's still out on him. I really like uh, Davion Nixon, the defensive tackle they drafted out of Iowa. I think he could start uh, early for them. So it's, uh, you know, there's good stuff on that defensive. This really the build reminds me of the Browns a lot. The Browns defense, yeah. what they've done is where they're they're pretty good up front, got some exciting pieces, pretty good on the back end, some exciting pieces. And then they really only have one linebacker I feel good about. Who's that? Shaq Thompson. I think Shaq okay. Thompson's a okay. good weak side line okay. backer. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do bring I mean, in Hassan I, Reddick. I don't. I don't know <laughs> that Hassan Reddick is going to be really good. He might play defensive end for them, actually. Mm. Um, which I think will be good. So, uh, but but that they still they need like two linebackers. <laughs> yeah, they need like two linebackers. I saw yesterday at camp. Uh, Luke Keekley was was there watching camp, and I was like, hey. Or at practice, uh, he was at practice. I was like, hey. He still got a locker back there, right? Let's suit him up. <laughs> suit him up. Suit him up. <laughs> it's like, come on, don't worry about it. Just get out there, buddy. Uh, now the <laughs> offense, you know, the thing is, if Darnold, th- that's this is why it's hard to be all out on the Panthers, right? Is because if Darnold is okay, right, then yeah. the offense could be pretty good. Like the problem last year was Teddy B struggled once he got in the red zone, uh, which he he he's really done for a long time now, but struggled to get to punch them into the end zone and then the defense couldn't stop the run like that was the issue last year and if the defense takes any kind of natural progression forward and sam darnold uh can can avoid the turnovers that he had with the jets and be functional then you know christian mccaffrey and uh yeah chuba Chuba hubbard dj moore robbie anderson terrace marshall that's a good group it's my new it's, it's, it's it's my new guy I'm buying all the Terrace Marshall stock. I'm oh, he's good, man. He's good. I had I, I loved him coming out. I he only slipped out of the first round, I think, because uh he walked in with some injury concerns, but he's fine. He seems fine, looks really good in the preseason. I th- I think he's a good player. He's gonna play a lot. I think they're gonna do a lot of three receiver sets in that Joe Brady offense. And I think Terrace Marshall's gonna make some big plays. So I, I'm yeah. not I'm probably not doing a lot of fantasy shares of him because I don't think mm. Sam Darnold can sustain three receivers, but, uh, but, but I think he's going to have some big plays. And then you got your, your, your man crush, the guy that you've been on for a while, Dan Arnold at tight end, who seems like he's going to be the, the tight end one. Yeah. You know, he's free in all fantasy leagues and I think yeah. he's going to be top 12. I think he's going to be. So when, when I'm doing, I've talked about the three tight end builds a lot. I do a lot of, if I miss out on on Darren Waller early, um, or maybe T.J. Hawkinson, I'll, I'll grab if I if he's there like in the sixth. But if I miss out on those guys early, I'll take three of Gerald Everett, Zach Ertz, Dan Arnold, um, Anthony Ferkser. Like I'll take three of those guys late, and I figure one of those guys is going to hit because the opportunity's there. I think that's the smart way because I I don't I I never approach tight ends as taking one early unless you can get the elite one unless you get Kelsey, yep. then I always just wait and just yeah just and like, Kelsey's just, too rich for me he's he's going like first round in a lot of yeah I'm right not now. taking I'm not taking a tight end in the first round yeah so like like I I do a lot of like if I'm picking back into the first round um I do a lot of running back receiver running back running back builds um and then I miss out on the tight ends. But if I'm picking like one through four, I do a lot of running back and then Darren Waller. I do a lot of those yeah. builds. That makes sense. So Dan Arnold late, he's gonna be free. Like you said, no one's really targeting him at all. He'll be able to get him really, really late. And I think he's gonna get a lot of targets. 
Yeah, and people worry about Ian Thomas because he was the starter, and Tommy Tremble, who they drafted out of Notre Dame, they think he's going to yeah. get lots of snaps. But the thing is, Tommy Tremble and Ian Thomas, they are phenomenal blockers. Yeah. And so I, I think Dan Arnold might play less snaps and get more targets than those two. And I think he's going to get red zone targets. So. I think that's a, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. So, I, you know, I think they brought him in to catch the ball. And I think I think that's what he's going to do. Um, my pro- uh, the entire everything you said about this offense is correct. I love I love the wide receivers. I love DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall, obviously tight ends. Uh, it's I, I just I think Sam Darnold's not good. That's it. Full stop. Yeah, I and I, I th- agree. I I you know my my what's what's been my talent evaluation, my in depth evaluation <laughs> of Sam Darnold from the jump. Meh. <laughs> yeah, meh. That's it. And I, I just don't, I, I don't see any reason to change that. I honestly, I'm, I'm under meh at this point. <laughs> under meh. <laughs> He's under meh. Whatever that is, the step down from meh, that's where I am with, with it. Now, hopefully, I, I really genuinely hope he's good because I love the Panthers and I'd love to yeah. see them do good. But I, nothing I've seen that has, has made me change that opinion. Yeah. Um, and then the offensive line stinks. Uh, Taylor Motown's good. Uh, the rest of the line is is uh, I would call replaceable, so. Ugh, uh, great. We'll see. Bra- Brady Christensen's their uh, their tackle they drafted out BYU. Um, he's he's a good athlete and he's a, a a decent pass blocker probably already. So he might play left tackle for you guys, but uh, might play early. But to me, he looks like he needs some time. So even if he starts this year and even if he shows progress, I I think that you'll be glad to see him develop but it won't necessarily be a, a good thing for Sam Darnold to have him there yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, so, so, yeah, you know, um, the, the, but there is there, there is optimism. I, I think Joe Brady, Matt Rule is a better coaching and play-calling tandem than, than, than what Sam Darnold has ever dealt with. So, yeah. uh, so I think that's nice. Um, I will, obviously, I will great say, targets. I think that the, the, the ceiling for the Panthers – is higher than what I think the Falcons could be, simply because I think the Falcons' defense is going to be so bad. Yeah, and, but I, and look, the Falcons, look, I like Mike Davis. He had a good year last year. Uh, love Calvin Ridley, right? Uh, Kyle Pitts apparently is Jesus. Um, is he, has he been good in preseason? I've not seen anything about him. He, I don't think he's played. I don't think he's played okay. in preseason. Um, okay. But, but that's it. Like, if Mike Davis isn't good, they don't have a running game. Right. Um, yeah. If, if Calvin really Ridley don't. gets if Calvin Ridley gets hurt, Russell Gage is their number one receiver. Um, it's not you good. Know, you know. And then Kyle Pitts, like like maybe he's great. I'm sure he's gonna be fine. Right. Historically speaking, highly drafted tight ends don't do well, and don't do well fast. I'm so flipping I'm just, it. I'm flipping. Screw that. Falcons last. I'm going Panthers third. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, just not... like if Ridley gets hurt, then w- what is that <laughs> offense? Like honestly, <laughs> yeah. And Matt Ryan, a year older, and the, the the thing is that like I don't, I I will say, I guess we could go ahead and transition into the Falcons. I don't think losing Julio really hurts them that much. Like when you're comparing them to last year, right? But the yes. thing is, last year they were terrible. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's but I'm saying like I don't think it would be. I don't think it. The offense's floor isn't going to be much different than it was a year ago, I think, because Julio didn't play the half, what, played like nine games last year? I, I think and he, he played and, nine games and nine banged up games, honestly. Yeah, and he, he was hurt he was, those he games was and he wasn't, 100%. he wasn't Julio in those games that he played. So yep. I, don't, I, I really don't think that that's going to be as big as a downside. But that said, the offense wasn't good last year. But no. I will say this, though. That Fal- the Falcons blew like five wins in the fourth quarter last year. They did, yeah. They're they're, but you know they've been doing this for a while. That's the thing. Like we keep talking about the close game differential for the Falcons, but like outside of of a couple seasons that that they've been really good, they've kind of stunk for a long time. And and I I kind of think maybe. And I'm always too low on the Falcons. This is you just are. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Maybe maybe those good seasons are the outliers. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Honestly, yeah. That's a valid point. So they, they the, go, I'll call I'll call Mike Davis an upgrade, a small upgrade over Todd Gurley and Brian Hill, what they had last year. Gurley, Gurley was not good for them last year. So I'll yeah. call that. 
they definitely take a step down. Let's say let's say they swap Julio Jones for Kyle Pitts, and that's a wash. Let's just call that. Um, offensive line-wise, hopefully they'll be healthy. They actually have talent on the offensive line. They just need to be healthy. Uh, they, they've had injury issues. Uh, defensively, they did add Richie Grant in the draft, who I like, the second-round safety out of UCF. Uh, I think he can play either spot. They added Eric Harris at safety, who's um, a, a solid player, I think. Um, that's really it. Like, Dante Fowler, Gary, Grady Jarrett are still solid players. Tyler Davison's okay up front. Deion Jones is a good middle linebacker, although I kind of think he's overrated. I think he gets a lot of fanfare because he racks up tackles, but I think he racks up uh, racks up tackles because somebody has to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, defense is going to stink. Offensive line is, is okay. And, uh, outside of Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, I'm just not happy. Uh, the other thing is if Matt Ryan goes down, this team is the worst team in football because Felipe Franks and Josh Rosen are battling for the backup quarterback job. Yeah, now that AJ McCarron's hurt. I saw Josh, Josh Rosen, our guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Josh Rosen, uh, I was dead wrong about Josh Rosen. He has not been good. There's no reason to think he's going to be good. Uh, but Felipe Franks is, is interesting. He's an exciting player, does a lot with his legs. So that's very interesting. And I'll be rooting for him. But if if Rosen wins the backup job, the Falcons the Falcons need to be worried about Felipe Franks and worried if Matt Ryan goes down. So call Matt um, Schaub. See, see if he's still around. No. <laughs> just play Franks. Yeah. Just play Franks. Just play Franks. Um but yeah, um, Fa Falcons will be, in my opinion, I think the Falcons will be in contention for the worst team again in football. Like, what, you'll have what, what, Houston, the Giants, and then probably the Falcons. They picked They picked fourth last year? Uh, they picked, uh, yeah, fourth. Fourth last year. So, Oof. That yeah, seems, I'm that going, seems I'm, about I'm, right. I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm going Falcons last. I just think... It, the uh, when you when you look at the offense, it's like it's it's really it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's great. I love Calvin Ridley, but man, outside of that, maybe Cal maybe Cal Pitts, but ugh, yeah, I'm going last for the Falcons. I'm I'm I'm, I'm flipping it. Ridley had 143 targets last last year. You think he, you think that goes to like 300 this year? Because yeah. I don't see how they don't throw the ball every down. I would just throw it to him every time. Like every first, time, just throw it to Ridley. First down, pass to Ridley. If he gets some <laughs> yards, second down, run with Mike Davis. Third down, pass to Ridley. That's my that's my offense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do have to say. Um, so Calvin Ridley, I'm all in on. Right. Uh, a year ago, I was low on, and I was dead wrong. I just have to say, you were you were on Ridley way faster yeah. than me. I have to give He's you that good. credit that Thank you. you we're all in on Ridley last year. I was not, and I was dead wrong. I, I just have he's to say good, that. He's good, man. So. He's good. He's one of the best. I, th I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. He's my fantasy wide receiver one this year. Yeah, well, so. I don't know about that. but that That's what I have. He finished fourth <laughs> last year, so that's not like a stretch. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a huge stretch to go from four I still to one. Think, but I, would, I, I feel still like would rather, I'd rather have Tyreek Hill, I think. I think I'd rather... Yeah, I'd rather have Devontae Adams. Oh. I just think I, I think that I think I have um bad like 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 glasses on with with Hill, right? I just yeah. think uh I think I don't wanna be high on him because I don't like him, right? Even though he's yeah, clearly great. And that's fair. You know. So he's clearly great, right? But he, he won't be on a fantasy roster of mine because um he's gonna go for second round and I just I just rather draft a guy I want to root for in that spot, you know? Um, now, if he slides to the third round, I'm going to take him, right? But but that's not going to happen. So, I, you know, I'll take I'll take Calvin Ridley, Devontae Adams over him, you know, easily. So, Stephon Diggs, those guys, so. Did that lose you? No, I'm here. Hold on, cut this out. I was trying to not say anything so you wouldn't have to edit it. Hold on one second. <laughs> 24, okay. Alright, I was having headphones problems. My, my wireless headphones die because wireless headphones suck. But we're good. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah wireless headphones suck. 
They just do. <laughs> I have a pair that I use for running, and everything else I use wired just because they drive me crazy. Wireless, they just, they just always, it's always a connection problem. There's always a, there's something, there's always something. So, always. Okay. Um, so I just said, um, I would rather take a guy like Ridley or or Adams, just somebody that I want to root for in the first second round. Yeah, yeah, that's always you know it. Fantasy football allegedly is supposed to be fun. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so it makes sense to pull to root to draft guys you like. Like I always had this. Uh, I'm, I'm, this is how dumb it is. I always had this like mantra. I used to have it like where I can't draft Panthers. Mm-hmm. Because, because, like, like, but why? Why wouldn't I do that? Like, why wouldn't I draft <laughs> Christian McCaffrey? Right? Like, this doesn't make any sense. It's not like me drafting him makes him bad. Like, it has no impact on how he plays at all. <laughs> even if some, even if sometimes it seems like that's the case. You know, even if sometimes it seems like we have the power. Like, I know I follow some people on Twitter who uh, firmly believe that they um they cause injuries by drafting yeah. or hyping someone up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. I. So. So. Yeah. So. Both these teams are going to be bad. I. I think that Carolina has more talent overall, even though Atlanta gets the nod at the quarterback position. That's where I am. I think you could flip either one of those two teams. I think they're both going to be bad. I think Carolina's ceiling is a little higher, and so I'm going to switch them to third, even though I think Carolina's bottom is well. Atlanta's bottom is lower, but I think the medium probably. they're both they gonna both be around be five awful. wins. Yeah. They're both gonna be around five, six wins, I think. I'll give Carolina the nod, even though I don't feel comfortable about it. Yeah, and it stinks, because so when the Panthers when the Panthers got Bradford, uh, not Bradford, who do we have? Darnold. When we got Darnold <laughs> <laughs> Bradford. <laughs> I am never gonna stop doing that. You're Whatever my favorite got... <laughs> per- you're my favorite person, boy. <laughs> Whenever we got Darnold, I um I was in. I was sold on. I was all in. I was like, I'm ready. Like this is the the resurrection of Sam Darnold. And then we got into the camp, and uh, everyone was like, Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, Okay, all right, fair enough. Oh, uh, I love now, it. Now, second place. I think it's probably pretty obvious who we have here. Yeah, you know, um, I would. I wanted to be low on the Saints, like really low on the Saints. I wanted Me too. to be. But then I remember they won 12 games last year with like yes. with with barely a breeze. You know yes. what I mean? Like with, like Drew Brees was Drew Brees at the end and they won 12 games. Yeah, Drew Brees wasn't himself. He missed four games and just uh just wasn't the same Drew Brees and still they won 12 games. So so that makes me think that yeah, Yosemite Winston and Taysom Hill, you know, that combination might not be bad. And then I I'm Firmly believing that the Marcus Callaway uh, hype is real. I oh, think yeah, he's going to solidify it. So uh, I like that situation. You see, like that preseason game, like he was covered <laughs> against number ones and yeah. and caught two really good throws, really great catches into the end zone. Like both those balls were balls that like a, a normal receiver doesn't catch, right? And most of those balls were balls that a normal quarterback doesn't throw. But it's just yeah, I'm I'm buying that connection, that Jameis to, to Callaway connection. Um what is the Michael Thomas situation? He's hurt. He's hurt. And and it, it's for, gotta, for how long? It's an know? undefined timetable. Like it's it's uh it, it's indefinite. They're estimating he'll miss four to six weeks of the regular season, but they really okay. don't know. Like they really don't know. And last year, those injuries he had like like lingered, and it makes me nervous. I'm getting nervous about Kenny Galladay too, because he he mm. had lingering injuries all all last year with Detroit. Uh, and we can talk about like his his motivation to come back to that team last year. But you yeah. know the Giants, he he's not practicing very much, and he's he's not working very much because he's hurt, and he's just having lingering issues. I'm I'm worried about these guys. I'm worried they're just gonna be. Uh, on the injury report every week with like an undefined timetable, and so I am just treating Michael Thomas like he's probably not coming back, and he probably is. He'll probably come back six yeah. weeks, sure, but it doesn't sound like he's like, oh, 
six weeks he'll be healed he'll come back it sounds like six weeks we're guessing and we're gonna keep monitor the situation that's kind of been the approach and yeah. that's scary to me yeah that's scary hey all those targets there's marquez calloway right there ready for him yeah and he definitely looks better than traquan smith who who was also that was, that was gonna up. be my next question is like are you buying any traquan smith stock at all no you know he he's had a couple good games here and there over the last two years but ultimately i would say he's had his opportunities because michael thomas missed a lot of time last year he's yeah. had his opportunities and hasn't looked like the wide receiver one or even really the wide receiver two that uh you know that people want him to be michael thomas only played seven games last year Traquan Smith still finished the year with 448 yards and four touchdowns in 14 games. So, yeah, um, you know, not not anything to be excited about for Traquan Smith. I Emmanuel Sanders was better than him last year, and I'm not saying Emmanuel Sanders is a good player, but Emmanuel Sanders is like the quintessential solid wide receiver too. And if Traquan Smith couldn't elevate himself to that level in that situation, I just I think I'm done hoping that he's going to be a, a yeah. good starting fantasy receiver. You know what I mean? I think that's, yeah, that's probably correct. Sadly. Uh, defensively, they're solid. They played really well last year. They've still got a good secondary, a good defensive line with Cameron Jordan. They added uh, some, some depth there. They added Peyton Turner in the first round, defensive end out of Houston. Some people thought that he uh, might be a, a, a bit of a reach, but he's, you know, what he does will fit this defense. Like Cameron Jordan, Marcus Davenport are going to be there on the edge. Peyton Turner is going to come in on passing downs, rotate in. Uh, and it won't matter that he's not like like what people would view as an every down starter. It's fine. He can play that old Alden Smith role, just come in on passing downs, still rack up eight sacks. So uh, mm. I think that that's going to, he's going to be a good fit for this defense. And then I like Pete Werner, the, the linebacker, their second round pick out of Ohio state. I think he might start early, um, you know, next to Demario Davis or, or maybe play that, that Sam spot. But I, I, I think that those are two good picks for them. And I think ultimately the, the defense is going to be just as good as it was last year, if not a little bit better. So, uh, you know, the big thing will be for this team. Can, Marcus Callaway be, he doesn't necessarily need to be Michael Thomas, but be a legit wide receiver one for them, right? Um, yeah. Can they get enough pass catchers around Alvin Kamara, right? And then can Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston be solid, be solid enough to, to put some points up? And I think the coaching staff has proven that they can kind of uh, make lemonade. And so I, I think they'll, you know, it's hard to be too low on them. Uh, to answer your question, yes, Marquez Callaway can be the, I think he can be the wide receiver one. I'm so in. <laughs> um, pass catchers around Calvin Kamara, that remains to be seen. Um, yeah. Because Adam know. Troutman, you know, there's people like Adam Troutman, he's hurt, but supposedly he'll be back, um, yeah. you know, at tight end. We'll, we'll see. People kind of like Juwan Johnson, who's a converted receiver to tight end. He might get some snaps. I I don't know, but these names don't inspire a ton of confidence. Traquan yeah. Smith, Adam Troutman, Jawan Johnson, you know what I mean? So they're going to need more than just Alvin Kamara catching 150 balls. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Jameis Winston-Taysom Hill duo, uh, Jameis Winston looked really, really good in that last preseason game they played. He looked really good. Yeah, they refuse. Um, they just refuse to put uh went to name him the starter it's gotta be winston right it's gotta be it's gotta be winston it's there's, gotta there's be just, there's no way it's gonna be Taysom Hill at this point yeah it's gotta be <laughs> it's gonna be winston winston's not up winston james winston is not a bad quarterback he's yeah. not he's he, he's just a little reckless with the ball sometimes yeah most of the time <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but he's but, not you know, bad and you know Sean Payton is a good coach. He's a good quarterback yeah. coach. Uh, I so he, you know there's reason to believe Winston will be better under him. Plus Winston, we haven't really seen post LASIK Jameis Winston. It's possible that now that he can see, it's he may throw he less picks. See? That explains yeah. a lot, honestly. <laughs> he he got LASIK a little more than a year ago, and we just we haven't seen what that did. So it's possible oh that goodness. he couldn't see. <laughs> I don't remember seeing him wearing glasses out there. So maybe he wore no. contacts. I don't know. But post-LASIK Jameis Winston, that's got to be a thing, right? 
love, I, I love that. That I, I would love if that's the explanation as to why he was throwing so many interceptions. He's like, there was three guys down there, and I always threw to the wrong one. Yeah, I just throw, <laughs> throw to the middle guy, you know. Oh, jeez. Um, I think he's gonna be the starter. I really, I want Taysom Hill's agent to represent me in life, just in general. Yeah, like right. if I if if I ever have to go like buy another house, I want his agent in there in the room negotiating the price. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Taysom Hill, how old is Taysom Hill? Close, close to thirty, isn't he? He's old. He's not a I young think guy. He, I think he's sixty-two. I think is he sixty-two? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. I and, think he's um, about sixty-two. And I remember was it last year in our fantasy draft he was listed as like a tight end, and there yeah, was a so, whole. There was yeah, a whole debate there, in our draft about whether or not you could play him at tight end. Yeah, I I shut that down during the draft though. Yeah, Brandon 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 spoke up immediately. It was like, okay, this is what's happening. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, because ESPN listed him as as a tight end preseason, yeah. and so a lot of people drafted him because they knew that if Breeze went down and Hill got starts, you could get quarterback numbers from the tight end spot. And I just yeah. didn't want that. I didn't yeah, want that. That's silly. That's silly. ESPN, don't do that no. again. <laughs> don't do that <laughs> i i get the idea of wanting to try and capture the the type of player Taysom hill is in fantasy because right now he's kind of worthless in his slash role as a fantasy quarterback but i like so i get the idea of trying to capture that but it's too it's too much of an advantage to be able to play him at tight end when he's starting at quarterback like it's just too much so. yeah that's yeah that's no no, no, no. It's one thing if your if your starting quarterback lines up for a play at wide receiver and catches a first down. That's very different. Yeah. yeah. But for a guy who is, for all intents and purposes, a tight end, a quarterback to be able to play a tight end, that's that's unfair. Yeah. Or even the gadget guys, right? Like you know, Ronnie Brown would throw a yeah, touchdown yeah, pass yeah. once in a while for the Wildcat. Like that's fine. That's different. You know what I mean? That's different. But, yeah. But he he's not racking up. 200 yards passing either you know what i mean and like two touchdowns in a game (laughs) as a tight end that's ridiculous yeah so uh but i but i understand the nuance and all that but it's yeah i early say we're gonna we're gonna i i I don't think there's a guy this year that has like a position designation that needs to be discussed like i know uh brown's rookie demetric felton i'm gonna call a running back i think that's the only uh which he, he might play running back might play receiver might do uh a bit of both but i think that's it we you know, every year there's somebody. Like, it used to be Eric Metcalf used to be that guy. Like, mm. is he a running back? Is he a receiver? I, I know I'm going way back to the yeah, 90s that's, on that that's one. That's a throwback on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, he was a running back with the Browns. Then he went to the Falcons. They called him a receiver. And then he pretty much became a receiver. And so I, I know for a while there you could play him as a running back in a PPR and he'd catch 80 balls or something, you know, or whatever. Mm. So, uh, which which was always interesting. But, um yeah, uh, but yeah, the Saints are going to be good. Offensive line, they need help on the at the guard spots, but I don't know if they really need help or if they just need Andrus Pete and Cesar Ruiz to play as good as they can. Uh, but their tackles are, are rock solid. Their center is rock solid. Uh, so they should be they should be good up front. And again, the defense should be very solid. So uh, good team. I think they have a really high floor. You know what I mean? I think yeah. even even if Hill or Winston are are just okay. Or, or like okay to a little under average. I still think this team has enough talent to, to you know, to to win seven games. You know what I mean? So I, I think they have a high floor. Do you think high ceiling for this team? They could win the division. I, I think sure. I I think you know they won twelve games last year. If Jameis Winston is good, and he might be, he might be good. Um, and, and if he's good, this team could be a contender like I, I wouldn't like put them in like favorites for the Super Bowl or anything like that but I wouldn't I wouldn't cancel them out you know Michael Thomas comes back midseason Jameis Winston is good and everything clicks sure this team could be very good you know I, I agree I borderline competing for a playoff spot I think for this team um that feels right that feels right yeah Border borderline. Maybe they're in the. It depends on what happens in the West. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Three teams out of the West seems almost like a lock at this point. <laughs> at least two. Boy, um, it, it's it's going to be tough. Barring injury, man. All four of those teams look good. We talked about yeah, that. Just, yeah, oof. we talked about 
at least at least two was a lock likely three and then who knows that that leaves one spot left for the north or the south yeah because and bill simmons bill simmons was really low on seattle which makes me think that seattle's gonna be good they could win the super bowl (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he's high on the falcons so simmons knows what he's talking about how is he high Um, on the falcons i don't know i don't understand i don't know i don't know um i don't know why i don't know why anyone would be high on the falcons I love the Kyle Pitts talk is like Kyle Pitts to this point. I feel bad for the guy. Like at this point with his hype, he needs to be the greatest rookie tight end in the history of the game to meet, exactly to meet, to meet, stand, to, to meet where he's being drafted in fantasy and to meet people's expectations. Like I feel bad for the guy. Cause if he comes out and he has a good season, people are going to call him trash. And that sucks. Oh man. While we talk now, I want to look up what his ADP is. Oh, he's going like four, fourth. Fi- he's going fourth, fifth round. Fifth tight end. He's the fifth. Yeah. He's going above T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. Okay. Relax. Relax, fifth. guys. Fifth. Who's the fourth? Is it Andrews? Mark Andrews. Okay, Andrews. Okay, yeah. That has flip flopped all all off season. Pitts, Andrews, okay. Hawkinson. Those three have flip flopped a lot. That's silly. Yeah. Oof. Ugh. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's talk Tampa. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's they just brought, good till he isn't. He's just good till they, he isn't. I, I'm just gonna stop. You know, just whatever. I'm just <laughs> just assume that Tom Brady's gonna be Brady. Yeah, just he just, just assume. Or even, you know what I want to say? We need to have a. I think it's time for a national discussion on this. Okay. Um, we need to understand what the TB method is because. I feel like it could cure a lot of things that Ill, that 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 are plaguing us right now. I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm just talking about like bad movies. Yeah, I'm talking about like bad music. Let's just get the TB method in there because when he was in Boston, like the Red Sox were winning World Series, the Celtics won a title, the Bruins won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> he comes to he comes to Tampa Bay. The Bucks win a Super Bowl. The Lightning won a title. The Rays yeah. have the best record in the American League. Like, what is happening? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> I think, and I think you, it's all Tom Brady. That's the only I, thing that, the, the only explanation is that Tom Brady, he somehow, his winning ways just envelops the city. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. It's so silly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that team. There's no reason to think that team's gonna be good. It's weird though because, like, going into last season, I was I wasn't low on them, but I was skeptical of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pretty much bring back the exact same roster, and they just shown that they can win a Super Bowl with this roster. So there's <laughs> there's no reason to really be skeptical, right? <laughs> like, yeah, really, no reason. So, it's it's a stacked team, man. It's good. Yeah, it's um, you know, bringing everyone back is is always an impressive thing when you win a Super Bowl. Like it's just yeah. always something that's hard to do because everyone's always trying to poach your players. But they even brought back like Leonard Fournette on a cheap deal, and then they added Giovanni Bernard, who I I think is an yeah. underrated signing for them. Crazy, it's crazy they added him. Yeah, they they lost OJ Howard for the year last year. He comes back, so the, I mean he's got plenty of 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 receiving options. Uh, they've still got a solid defensive line, good linebackers, good pass rush, solid secondary, um, and all those guys should be getting better. Like Antoine Winfield Jr. going into his second year might might go into that elite territory at safety. He had a great year as a rookie, um, you know. What will we see from Jalen Darden, the rookie receiver? Tyler Johnson, the second-year player. And those guys are behind Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown, which is probably the best trio of receivers I was, was going to ask, is Anto- did Antonio Brown come back? Is he back? He he did, yeah. He's on a one-year deal, but but he's okay. back. And he was good last year. Like, he was it good. Was, uh, I still inexplicably have him on my dynasty team. I almost cut him, like, two years ago. No, and, no reason. And you, no reason and you, were like, you were like, I wouldn't do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, this team, 
they're going to be good. They're well coached. They've got um, a quarterback who can't die. And then they've got um, <laughs> or age. And then they've got a good he's, offensive he's line. He's like the Michael weapons. Myers of the NFL. He's just he, like, he's just, yeah. he just keeps coming back. It just keeps coming back. Um, <laughs> I I was I was looking up like Callista Flockhart for Ally McBeal, which takes place in Boston, was nominated for an Emmy the first year Tom Brady was starting there. So I think you're right. I think There's no way that's true. That cannot possibly be true. She was. She was nominated for an Emmy for Ally McBeal, a Boston-based show. The first year Tom Brady was the starter in in uh, in New England. So you oh know, I think I think it's clear that you're right. The TB method <laughs> <laughs> needs to be applied. It's, uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays right now. The Tampa Bay Rays right now have the best prospect in baseball in Wander Franco. I think it's yeah. just uh, that their their hockey team just won the Stanley Cup for the second yeah. time. So. Yeah, you like it, to be fair, they won one before, whatever time wasn't there. But we're not, we're you yeah. know, listen, don't listen to that. Yeah, that's not uh, the point. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I, it's cr- Ali McBeal was on the air when he started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ali McBeal Jeez. was was big when he started. Yeah, absolutely, the early two oh thousands, man. He's yeah. so With, old. Yeah, when Tom, when Tom Brady started, I hadn't I hadn't joined the military yet. Wow, I just barely started watching football when he started. That was like early like two thousand two thousand one yeah. maybe. Yeah, that's in about fact, when I started watching football. In fact, I'm gonna be honest with you. At least fifty percent of my Tom Brady hate comes from me owning or owning. I'm gonna stop using owning. Owning is the wrong term for that. Um, me rostering Drew Bledsoe as my starting quarterback on my fantasy team that year. So. Mm. <laughs> that's that's that that's uh, that's a lot of your hate. You, that's, you're not. I, that's I'm gonna at be least honest, 50% buddy. Of my hate. Gonna that's be honest, 50%. buddy. <laughs> it's probably time to let that go. <laughs> no, never, never. Look, look, look. I still hate. I still hate Jim Harbaugh because of fantasy. All right. It's yeah, same fantasy. Same, fa- yeah. Fantasy beefs last forever. They yeah. never end. <laughs> Same situation. I, I don't remember what year it was. I want to say it was like 96, give or take a year or so. The Bucks had a backup quarterback named Craig Erickson, who like was supposed to be the next starter, right? And the Colts signed him to be their starter, and I drafted him, and I was so excited. I was on the Craig Erickson train, Dwayne. <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh was the backup. Craig Erickson got benched after like week two. And Jim Harbaugh took over, and and I think he took him to the playoffs or something like that. And Craig Erickson was never heard from again. And my fantasy uh, season went down the tube with Craig Erickson. At, at, not really. I, I I don't think I was banking on him that much. But I was so ready. And and to this day, I will maintain that he would have been great if Jim Harbaugh hadn't come in and just <laughs> stolen the opportunity away from him. <laughs> Ah, I love it. I love that you have not let it go. Never, never. <laughs> I'll never let it go. Well, in 20 years, I'm going to be talking about how Adam Gase destroyed LaMichael P. Ryan. It's just the way it goes. Oh. This is the way it's going to happen. Oh. So, <laughs> Is there any P. Ryan buzz? No. There's buzz as him making the roster. Like he's, oh, he, They geez. say he looks good enough to make the roster. But it's unlikely that he rises higher than third or fourth. Ugh. On that depth chart, so. Um. So so we, Bucks we are, yeah, are, 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 are I don't they, know what else to say about the Bucks. They're really good. Like they've got one of the favorites. They were good to last the year. AFC they're complete. Again. Yeah, they don't have any NFC. They don't have any holes. Uh, on yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah, no, AFC too. Why not? Yeah, no, um, probably. It, yeah, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> Who just somehow wins? He, he, he somehow won be, the AFC. He, <laughs> he continues to be um, someone who, like, when I watch, honestly, I, I'm, I've never been wowed by his like. He never makes throws that I'm like, what a throw or what a play. He just, he's just good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just makes the yeah. right move. Very accurate. So always, it, it just, he just, he's just good. Knows what he's doing. Doesn't overdo no. it. That doesn't turn the ball over. Just he's just good. What do you do? Yeah, I f- I feel like this analysis is the worst analysis we've done on a team. 
What do you do? What do you say? What, what, what they do you won think? the Super Bowl. They brought everybody back, and they might win it again. Like, what do you want us to say? <laughs> It was similar. Our, I think our analysis on the Chiefs weren't really wasn't really good either. Like, what do you want us to no. say? Like, they yeah. have they have the best they have the best quarterback in the league, and they might go back to the Super Bowl. Hard to say. So I'm I'm gonna ask you three questions. That's what I'm gonna ask you. That's what yes. we're gonna do here. Okay. All right. The answer is yes. <laughs> Jason Pierre-Paul was uh, one of the best in the league as a pass rusher last year. He was phenomenal. Yep. He was all over the place. Yep. Um. Getting a little long on the tooth, which I, I looked up the origin of that term, by the way. It comes from horses. I guess horses' ah. teeth never stop growing. And so you can tell a, a horse's age by uh, by looking at its teeth. And so uh, long in the tooth is is based on horse. That horse is long in the tooth, meaning uh, getting very old. So that, that's, I've never known where that come from, but that explanation makes perfect sense. Right? Yeah, that's the way it goes. So, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, a little long in the tooth, not a horse, but a little long in the tooth. Uh, <laughs> wondering, do you think uh, we can expect or see similar elite production from him uh, longer, or or is this uh, was that just kind of a one-off, like a last heyday for him? Yeah, no reason to think that he's going to take a slip. He didn't look like he took a slip step at all last year. I expect him to be the exact same this year. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting elite production out of him again. Excellent. Uh, question two. Rob Gronkowski, kind of a similar question. Took about half a season to get going last year. Yeah. Do you think we see a similar half a season to get going as he sobers up? Or do you think well, that uh, – or do you think he'll – now that he's out of retirement and back in camp and has a full off season, he'll be ready to go week one? Well, <laughs> I love that just so casually throw in that he sobers up. That makes me laugh. Um <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know as much about Rob Gronkowski. Is just like he, I, th I just think that he like he seems like the kind of he. He just feels like he lives in a frat house. Yeah, I know he probably doesn't, but he just feels like he does. He never has a shirt on. Yeah, he, al he always has like a red solo cup in his hand. He just kind of feels like that's how he lives his life. Yeah. And oh, then he, now like, now I now I want to see a Rob Gronkowski J.R. Smith oh, sitcom. No. Listen, Can we do that? I, I would like to. Okay, this is. We're going to get back to this. Get Gronk at AT playing golf. I would, oh, no. For the love of God, no. I would like. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to retract my J.R. Smith jokes. J.R. Smith sincerely seems like he's taking this seriously. Like, nice. Good for him. Like. like there's videos this week of him, like, legitimately, like, on campus going to class. He's got his mask on, he's got a backpack. He was talking oh, about how, like, he's like, he's like, I've never been to college before. Like, this has been a big adjustment for me. He seems like he's taking it seriously. And so nice. I'm like, you know what? Good for you, JR. I, I saw an article, an interview he did where it was like, they asked him uh, the, very, the very obvious question of uh, why are you doing this? And yeah. um, he said he was talking to Ray Allen. And he said, Ray said, he asked him, like, what do you do after you retired? He's like, because, like, I honestly don't know what to do. I don't have anything to do. And Ray told him, you need to have the courage to do something that you've never done. Something that you've wanted to do that you've never did. And he said, I wanted to go to college and never did because I went to the NBA. And so he was like, well, why don't I just do that? And Ray was, like you, and Ray was like, you should definitely do that. <laughs> and I so love it. That's he great. had the opportunity. He knew someone at A&T. He knew someone that was connected to the golf team. And he was, and they said it was, a, there were, it was an opportunity for him to play. And so... He did it. And I was like, you know what, JR? I'm actually all in on this. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's dope. Good for you, JR. I, hope, I really, really hope he sticks to it and it works out for him. Now, we all that JR, said, but we don't, we don't dislike JR. I, he's, listen, this is not to say that he has not done some very unlikable things in his career. But we always called like, him the conundrum, right? Wasn't he always the he's conundrum? He's the conundrum. He's the yeah. conundrum. <laughs> and and, and they, still living that. Still living yeah, the conundrum. Yeah, still life. very much. Like, th this thing could go left at any moment. <laughs> but um, but I said all that to say, like, Rob kind of feels, like, similar to that in that this could go left at any moment. But I think we've seen enough from Rob Gronkowski over his career to know that even if he shows up, if he shows up completely drunk he's still gonna get like eight catches for like 80 yards yeah like very likely. <laughs> so i think he'll probably be fine he might take a half a season again to sober up again maybe he might still be drunk from the boat party um 
<laughs> it's how Rob lives his life. How old is Rob Gronkowski? Like, he's uh, got to be in his late 30s by this point, right? I think he's I think he's just permanently 24 and hungover. <laughs> you know, like, he's in his sixth, his sixth year of college. He's in his sixth year of his business degree. And, um, and he's 24. 32. And he And he always looks like he just came in around 10 o'clock the next morning after a Thursday night rager. Kegger, that's what it is. I kid Grok. He's probably a great dude, honestly. <laughs> he seems like, Rob seems, he seems like a great hang. I'll put that. Yeah. He, seems, he seems like a really good hang. <laughs> um, okay, question three, and then we'll move on. Okay. Um, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. But uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin are going oh. fourth, fifth round. Right, they're both going fourth, fifth round. They kind of traded off good weeks last year. Chris Godwin was nicked up a little bit, inconsistent, Ugh. but consi- but it's usually considered kind of the better player. Mike Don't Evans make me answer this question. Uh, I'm just saying, Mike Evans. <laughs> so he's been so consistent. I think he's had a thousand yards every year in his career, uh, yeah. which is really impressive. And then, uh, you know, the 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 concern with him is touchdown regression. Right, he had 13 touchdowns last year. Can he repeat that, especially when? Uh, Antonio Brown started to kind of take some work later in the season. So, uh, who'd you rather, assuming fourth, fifth round, Mike yeah. Evans, Chris Godwin? Just this wise. season. Yep, just this season, fantasy wise. Um, I I would I would go Mike Go Mike uh, Evans. I almost yep. said Mike Godwin. Can I get Mike Godwin? You can get Mike Godwin. You get both their numbers. It's a it's yeah. an interesting <laughs> fantasy cheat, right? <laughs> Uh, I would go Mike Evans. I just think it's probably more consistent. Chris Godwin, I, obviously the higher upside, but I, Mike mm-hmm. Godwin, Mike Godwin is all Mike. Godwin, Mike Evans is obviously <laughs> he's just been more consistent. Bradford, I, Bradford, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely. I, I, I pencil him in for another thousand yard season, four touchdowns, yeah. five touchdowns. Yeah, that seems that seems about right. I, I I think Mike Evans. Like I think if I'm picking between the two, I might take Godwin just because. He's really good, and the upside is there, and I think both are going to be fine. But I do think Mike Evans is, you know, some of those drafts, uh, like Dynasty stuff, he's sliding because he's older, right? He's sliding really, really far. And so, uh, you know, in Dynasty startups, I'm actually drafting Mike Evans because he's available Mm. as, like, the wide receiver 35, and I think he's still got a few good years left. So, uh, you know. Just, just throwing that out there. But no, just an interesting thing. Uh, Bucks are going to be good. It sounds like we're the same. Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Swap the Panthers, Falcons if you want to. It sounds like we're both the same on this division. It's exactly how I think that's cor- exactly correct. I think the the Saint, the excuse me, the uh, Bucks are in contention to get back to the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. the Saints are in play for a wild card spot. Okay, yeah, that's that's the we're exactly the same on this one. Very boring, Dwayne. Very boring. Um, but <laughs> if there if there is a team in this division that you think has the potential to really really overperform their potential or underperform their potential, who is that team? Or under would be Panthers. Like overperform, I think the Saints. Like like because they could be great. Like they could if everything yeah. falls in line. Whereas the Panthers, I think even if Sam Darnold is better than expected, he's still not great. Right. Like I yeah. I think Darnold's ceiling is a lot lower than Winston's. Yeah, that's yeah, hundred. That's very true. So um, even and, even the, season, and the even floor the se- is probably lower too. <laughs> even the seasons where. Jameis was, quote, bad. He was better than the best we've seen of Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and a lot better than the yes. best we've seen of Sam Darnold. So Sam yes. Darnold's um, bests are not games. They're plays, right? You like mm, Sam Darnold. Geez. That's an amazing play by Sam you're Darnold, not, right? You're not helping me, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that being helping. said, I will say this. That being said, um, you know, Panthers, low-risk move. Totally support it still. Even if it was the wrong move, totally support it. Uh, not drafting Justin Fields, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna figure out we'll how see. that went. I, we'll see. I, I, if I was the Panthers, I would have drafted Justin Fields. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So. But then, uh, J.C. Horn, though. I, like, I'm not going to crap on the J.C. Horn thing. No, no, Horn's great. Yeah, it, it's nothing, not about Horn at all. So that comment has nothing to do with <laughs> Horn. Uh, but, you know, what do I always say? If you don't have a quarterback, and there's one there, you should, you should, you should think about it. 
especially at, like at eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what are we doing? Are we uh, what what did I come up with? Play fa- play flatter for Rattler. Is that what we're doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I haven't done my homework yet on that, but yeah, if Spencer Rattler seems like he's gonna be the guy. There's a there's a few though. I think there's like five quarterbacks right now that people are talking about as potential first rounders. So yeah, uh, so we'll we'll see. Um. If we get two consecutive years with five first-round quarterbacks, the league will look different in a few years, which is always I think fun. It, so. I think it will. Because we're, we're, we're nearing the end with some of these guys. Like Pittsburgh, yep. like they're going to be looking for a new quarterback soon, I think. Like, like it's, yeah. yeah. We're going to P- be moving Pittsburgh, into a new phase. We, yeah, we just saw Eli and, and Rivers go. Um, you know, it, it definitely, you know, I think that next crop of guys that's going to, fade out is you know like like uh stafford and i was called him bradford look what you doing to me look what you doing to me dwayne. <laughs> i win i i, I did dwayne it wins. finally dwayne wins <laughs> <laughs> uh you know stafford russell wilson like that crop we're gonna see uh i love it not brady we're just assuming brady's never retiring <laughs> brady I, I i i say i'm 40 i'm i'm gonna retire from my job before brady retires <laughs> Be seventy-five out there with a Walker winning the Super Bowl. It's like, listen, just if just get us another left tackle, he'll be fine. He can he can still dance around the pocket. Yeah, (laughs) baffling. All all credit to Tom Brady. I don't like him. All credit to Tom Brady. Yeah, we joke, but he's incredible. Sorry, I don't like him. I sports don't like him. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I I don't. Sports don't like him. He always beats my team. That's what I. That's what I mean by I don't like him. No personal oh, but, hate to Tom Brady. By the way, I don't know if I've done this on the show. I asked my uh, my uh, Patriots friend uh, Andrew Fleischer, who's a who's a great guy, great follow on Twitter, uh, four for four guy. He's a big Patriots fan, always been a Patriots yep. fan, and he told me it's really hard to hear people constantly try to take away from you your sports victories, and that it makes you it makes you have very little patience for it. And I never thought about how that must feel as a Pats fan, but that's legit. Well, you know, the Pats have been amazing for 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the whole time, even early, people were like, oh, Brady is just a a product of the system. Oh, Brady is, it's a run first game. Oh, it's all the defense. Oh, they're cheating. You know, that he's spent 20 years hearing people try to take away all of the things that, um, that his favorite sports team has done. And that it's very, very, it gets old. And it makes him have very little patience for it. And I thought that that was something I've never thought about. But I, I think it's fair. I think that's very fair to feel that way as a Patriots fan. That everyone is is trying to crap on your victories all the time. And it must be tiring. So, listen. How, how much longer do you want this podcast to go? Because you just opened a can of worms. It's true. It's true. Let's go, let's go three minutes. Let's go three minutes. Um... I think that that would be a fair criticism if the criticisms against your team were unfair. Like, your team is cheated. <laughs> like, you can't get mad at people for pointing that out, dude. Like, <laughs> I understand that's frustrating. I, I completely understand that. But also, yeah. they cheated. <laughs> yeah. Are we but, supposed to just not say that? <laughs> no, and you're right. You're right. You're right. But at the same time, I, I, get, I get where he's coming from. I get where he's coming from there. Like, it must be very frustrating. Uh, I get that. Because the Brady criticism, and I've done it too, the Brady criticism has been more than cheating, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been. I've always thought guy, that's kind of like silly, that. though. That's always been kind yeah. of silly. But, but that doesn't mean it, it's not pervasive, right? Which, I, like I said, I've done it before. Um, probably not in the same way. But, but, but th- I've definitely done it, right? Um, and so I, I just, it's just another another lens that I, I've never really considered. And I thought it, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit uh, to like a different perspective. You know what I mean? I, it, I, I understand. Yes, I get it. I understand that that's very frustrating. I and do. it's not so much, it's not so much me saying, Oh, all the Patriot stuff is fine now. Right. That's not what I mean. What I mean is I understand better why Patriots fans kind of roll their eyes at us because we, <laughs> we do attack them all the time. Okay, relax. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are I we going to pretend like Patriots from. fans aren't obnoxious now? Is that what we're doing? No, I'm not going to pretend. Um, 
I just I, I look, get I, his point. I do understand look, his point. Dwayne, and, I'm and, trying to be a better person. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I get the point. I do understand the point. I, I and and I bet I I think we've said this before. It's like it's weird to win a Super Bowl and then have to defend winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I I I I I completely understand that. And I've said that I thought that that first Super Bowl, not the first Super Bowl they lost, but the one they lost to the Giants with the the catch. The yeah. the helmet catch. That that would have ruined me. If I was a Pats fan, I still would not be over that. <laughs> like I I would have never gotten over that. I could like, But that's it's something favorite. on It's my favorite Super Bowl <laughs> in the history of the game. I would have <laughs> never recovered from that play from that Super Bowl loss. They were, especially with nineteen and zero on the on the table, and to lose that way, I would have. I I still would not be over it. But um, <laughs> so I, I I I do sympathize with them, and I bet it was really 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 like hurtful to watch everyone in the world simultaneously rejoice. <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone really happy. Everyone outside of Boston. Just, <laughs> so, just I, so yes. I, I completely, and I bet, like, every Super Bowl after that is just, like, sticking it to everybody who made fun of you. I get all that. I I, I completely understand how that's frustrating and all that. But <laughs> I do. I understand how that would feel good to win a Super Bowl after everyone crapped all over you for it. That being said, <laughs> like, the, the, the criticisms on your team are, have not always been unfair. Come on. That's like, true. That's true. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. All right, I, I I'm trying to grow as a person, Dwayne. That, I appreciate that's, that's what I'm it. I appreciate to do. the effort. I appreciate it. <laughs> Next week we'll do uh, we'll do like our full preview. We won't rehash everything. We'll just talk about if anything changed and do our playoff and bold predictions. I want you to come with five bold predictions again, okay? I'm ready. All right. Before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out if you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave us a nice review. So please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. Uh, go listen to Serge Severe, uh, as usual. He's a phenomenal artist. I love all of his work. Uh, as always, apologies to Ryan Tannehill and his family. You should also follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Dwayne and at Two Guys Brandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. It's that infinite, filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap and then we dish it. Yo, your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant.